Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. On May 24, 2022, Salvador Romas entered Robb Elementary School in Uvedale, Texas, and started shooting. As of right now, 19 children have died and two teachers. This is the second deadliest shooting in schools in U.S. history, second only to Sandy Hook. There have been over 200 mass shootings in the United States so far this year. 19 children that won't eat popsicles and ride bikes and swim this summer. For what? Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's been better. Yeah. (laughs) This sucks, man, that we have to come here and report this story. Sucks. It really sucks. Uh, We had a different story planned for our Wednesday uh, episode this week, but... uh, while we were working on putting it together yesterday, this news broke and we knew that uh, we needed to change course for a minute. So this is a special live broadcast, though you may listen to it later on the podcast. Uh, and of course, we are talking about the deadly school shooting, the mass school shooting in Uvalde, Texas yesterday. So um, also, as we speak, Josh Jugger is being sentenced. So... We'll have all the deets on that tonight on Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. So that will be coming, but that is happening today. What a day. What a day. So let's get into it. I mean, you guys know. Yeah, Bianca agreed. <laughs> she said, first time I'm sad to see y'all. I know. Yeah, it's too. I, I've been at a loss of words. We were supposed to actually record 42 minutes ago, but neither of us have had our shit together because there's just so much info and it's just so hard to wade through. Yeah. So here we are. So as we know, yesterday, Salvador Ramos, I don't want to call him by his, let's just call him the shooter. I don't want to call him by his name. Yeah. So the shooter uh, had a fight with his grandmother. He lived with his grandma, according to heavy.com, because he, his parents were addicted. And so he'd been raised mostly by grandma. And their high school graduation was earlier this week. And he was upset about it because he did not graduate. According to classmates, he was both an instigator of bullying and also a recipient of quite a bit of bullying. He lived in serious poverty and had uh, got teased a lot because he wore eyeliner and because of his clothing in general, his classmates. He also spoke with a lisp. Yes. Yep. Had a speech impediment and spoke with a lisp. Yep. So he was teased and bullied on various levels, but again, it sounds like was an instigator as well. Yeah. Known to be, well, didn't he walk around with boxing gloves trying to get people to fight him? Yep. Um, worked at Wendy's and coworkers said that he, uh, could be really inappropriate with women at work and could be a real uh, jerk at work and, and had a very hot temper. So these are the things that are coming together. Now, obviously this happened yesterday. More info will come. Oh yeah. For that matter, the death toll could rise. All we know is what we know right now. So that's all we can report. And this could change as the day goes on, as the weeks go on. So, you know, as, as info changes, this will change. So just know that before you 
you know, slay us for having something wrong or the info we don't have. Just know we're giving you what we have at the time. That's yeah. the best we can yeah. do. There's, there's so much and it's coming out so quickly, mm-hmm. but we wanted to get as far ahead of this as we can. Mm-hmm. And then of course, continue to update it as more information is released. Yeah. So as we know, he had a fight with grandma yesterday morning. And again, people that know her are saying that the fight was about the fact that he was angry and upset that he didn't graduate. Yeah. He shot grandma and then he fled. There are conflicting reports on grandma. The state police had said that uh, she has died. Uh, Other reports are saying that she has not died, but that she was airlifted to a hospital where she is uh, gravely injured. That's something that seems to be a little unknown at this point. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of conflicting information there, but certainly we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Then he drove down the road and wrecked his truck. Drove, it sounds like he got kind of wrecked into a ditch and jumped out with a backpack full of ammunition and at least one AR and a handgun, according to the governor, and mm-hmm. walked into the side door that happened to be open and unlocked of an elementary school, Rob Elementary School. Mm-hmm. I went to Rob Elementary School's website yesterday. There's a whole segment of their website that's dedicated to their safety plan, which I thought was sadly ironic, with a picture of their security guard. This was not an unsecure school, except for that there was a side door left open and unlocked. Unlocked. And that's all it took. All it took. That's the world we're living in. Yeah. You accidentally we, leave a door unlocked and your school might get shot up. I mean, that is just, it's so unacceptable that I, I don't even know how to put that into words. No. When he entered the school, some people actually saw this part and took a, sh- a brief video. So we're going to show. Oh, shit. Where are they at? So, yeah, that does look like um, potentially him in black tactical gear going into the side of the school with a backpack. Yeah. Um, There's also the sounds of gunfire. Yeah. So he went into the school and just initially started shooting. Mm -hmm. And he went in his path. Ended up in a fourth grade classroom where he, it sounds like, mowed down most of that class. He locked himself in that room. Yeah. Um, even after law enforcement got there, he managed to get down the hall and start heading to other classrooms and was just shooting indiscriminately. At some point, he dropped a whole backpack full of magazines on his way through. And eventually, the uh, police managed to get to him. It took a little time, unfortunately, not a lot of time, but you don't need a lot of time when you have a gun like that. No, you sure don't. When you could be firing all those rounds per second. Yeah. Yeah. There's no good guy with a gun to stop that situation. No. No, there's not. There's not. Uh I will say that Heavy has now updated their death count of children to twenty. And two at all. Oh wait, no, they haven't. I'm sorry. Sorry, that was about Sandy Hook. Uh oh. <laughs> everything's just changing so fast. One darling little girl uh, died trying to call 911. Two teachers died trying to save their students. Eventually, he was shot and taken down uh, and stopped by a border patrol agent. And and this is where this this conversation gets very frustrating. Um, A border patrol agent didn't shoot him because he was an illegal or any of those This was a U.S. citizen. He attended the high school there. He grew up in this town. That's not, this is not that, whatever, you know, you might be reading. But they, uh, 
any officers that were anywhere in the area were there, you know, that right. this was a mass casualty school shooting. There was a huge call out. Everyone came. Right. And so it was a border patrol agent that managed to take him down. That wasn't because this was a border patrol issue. So please. No, be clear he just on was that. nearby and responded to the situation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that is, he had entered with a tactical team. So that's what happened. Uh, it also sounds like the agent that shot him was injured, uh, but is expected to live. So yeah, a uh, multiple. Of, a couple officers were shot. Yeah, multiple officers were shot, but none of them were uh, mortally wounded, thank goodness. But so that's the crux of it. Um, of course, then complete pandemonium ensued at the school. Uh, I can only imagine. Parents were barricaded away from the school while they were trying to sort things out. And then at one point, finally, the doors opened and kids started coming out and parents were racing in to try to find their children. Yeah. I cannot I, imagine how terrifying that would be if you had a kid in that school. I, oh, I just cannot. It's just unthinkable. It's, it's, but it, this all is. I mean, I, I just have no words anymore. Right. When my son was in high school, they had a drill. Mm-hmm. But the kids didn't know it was a drill. This was a terrible thing. It traumatized the hell out of these kids. He um, started texting me. We're locked in a classroom. They say there's someone in the school with a gun. You know, the whole thing is, mm-hmm. you know, just absolutely terrifying. The kids really thought it was real. They were told someone had been shot. Like it was a mm-hmm. whole really scary situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have some awareness of the fear and panic that you feel in that situation. Um, I did message a friend of mine in law enforcement who let me know that it was only a drill. Yeah. They didn't tell the kids it was a drill. They thought it was real and they were absolutely terrified. It was a horrible thing to do. Yeah. A horrible thing for kids and parents. It terrified the whole town. It did. Yeah. It took, they, it, there are two high schools not far from each other. And so they actually did a drill that connect that was happening at both schools at the same time. And uh, it really scared the hell out of everybody. It was awful. Yeah. I can't imagine finding yeah. this out that it was real at your kid's school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, a lot of the kids were pulled out that were injured and they were sent to various hospitals. This is a tiny town. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of services, so they were sent out of the area and airlifted out of the area to hospitals trying to save these children, yeah. um, which is right. But a lot of the families didn't know where their kids went. Right. And still, uh, as of this morning, some still do not know where their kids went and haven't been uh, connected. We also were reading that some uh, DNA tests were necessary because children were so maimed that they are unable to identify them any other way. Good. Oh, really sorry to have to say that. Yeah. So at this point well, right now, there are still families waiting in terror for the terrible news. Right. Yeah. And yes, Joyce, Joy, they, so he barricaded himself in a fourth grade classroom and all of the children who died and the teachers were in that classroom. So fourth graders are about 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, there were signs. There were concerning signs. Uh, he bought two ARs and a bunch of uh, ammunition on his 18th birthday, which was just very recently, like last week or so. Yeah. And the um, there's an Instagram account. You guys may have seen it already, but there's a girl on Instagram that had been messaging with him. And so I'm going to share those messages. So he messaged this girl yesterday morning and said, I'm about to. And she said, what about to what? Good morning. He said, I'll tell you before 11. Good morning. And she said, what? He said, I'll tell you it. I'll text you in an hour. She said, Oh, okay. She doesn't really know him. She, he was an online friend. Yeah. He said, but you have to respond. I've got a little secret. I want to tell you. 
She said, I might be taking a nap because I'm really sick, but if I'm awake, I will. He said, bet. She said, bet, bet. He said, I'm air out. And that's when he did. She couldn't have known that he was going to go shoot up a school. She didn't actually know him in person. Right. But we do know that uh, the week before these shootings, he had posted pictures of his guns Mm -hmm. and his magazines on Facebook or on Instagram. When he he bought two AR-15s and 374 rounds on his 18th birthday. That's not concerning. That didn't make anyone question. That's that's how desensitized we are in this country or Mm -hmm. how we protect the right to own that fucking gun over the protection of anybody else. If I worked in that store and I sold him those guns and ammunition, that would scare the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Because that gun, and you can add us and I will tell you to fuck directly off, that those guns that he bought are made to kill people. That is their purpose. They don't work for anything else. Don't don't at me with target shooting because... They're very difficult to aim. You're not target shooting with these. And you're definitely not hunting with these. We grew up around guns. We grew up around hunting. You don't shoot meat you're going to eat with a gun like this. It will foul the meat. Yeah. No one needs to own a gun like that unless you're in the military. Uh, The police don't need them either. No. It's insane. But here we are yet again. Whenever things like this happen, one of the things I will do is go to find the news sites that are from the actual town and start reading the comments because you learn a lot from doing that. Yeah. And so in doing that yesterday, we started piecing together the the shot grandma and some things like that. But then, of course, uh, Kids that knew him started coming out of the woodwork, too. Right. Um, in shock, of course. But one of the people that knew him, he spoke to CNN yesterday or this morning. But he said that uh, he had just kind of slowly dropped out of school, just kind of quit coming. Mm-hmm. But, of course, uh, was somebody who had been bullied quite a lot uh, at school. But like, as we know, other kids are saying he was quite the instigator of bullying, too, yeah. and did some weird stuff like, yes, going to the park with boxing gloves, challenging people to fight him. And also, uh, you know, as we know, he had, he sent a picture last week to a friend who, you know, I think was just kind of checking in on him because he kind of quit showing up to school. And he sent him a picture of those guns. And he said, uh, what are you going to do with those? Why, why do you have those? And he said, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But again, someone knew. But he didn't, of course, no one ever thinks someone's going to do something like that. Right. I don't know why. After all the years we've been through these, I don't know why anybody would think that wasn't something to be worried about. Yeah. Somebody sent me a picture of those. I'd call the cops. I mm-hmm. would, especially with somebody that I knew personally, I would call the police. Yeah. What the hell does an 18 year old kid need those guns for? Yeah. I can think of only one thing. Especially a kid who had gotten pretty dark, you know, mm-hmm. uh, talked a lot about, he had talked told other kids mm-hmm. repeatedly that he wanted to join the military so that he could kill people. Yeah. These are statements that were made. He's also known for driving around at night, targeting people with a BB gun. Yeah. And apparently he got away with that. Anyone? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, you know, even last night we were discussing this over dinner. And Christy's son said, oh, yeah, some kid at work told me he, he thinks the best job in the world would be to be a sniper in the military. So you could kill people. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? But this is what people are thinking. This is what's in their heads. It doesn't escape me that the mass shooting last week in the Buffalo grocery store at Tops was also 
an 18-year-old boy. Yeah. The boys are not okay, you guys. So, of course, I have been posting about this on Facebook and a little bit. And, of course, immediately people come out with the whole, this isn't about guns. It's about mental health. Why does it have to be either or? It's definitely it can be about, about both. both. Yeah. And, you know, th- th- those comments are so stupid because if you look at any other country that doesn't have these shootings, mm-hmm. do you know what they do? They don't let people buy these guns. Mm-hmm. This yep. kind of weaponry is restricted and not available to the general public. It's not that damn hard. That doesn't stop anyone from having a gun to protect their home or go hunting mm-hmm. or whatever else. It's not those kinds of guns that are shooting up schools. This is not a hard solution at all. No. No, it's not. But in digging through comments yesterday, trying to get the crux of what happened, immediately the fight starts. Immediately. About guns and not guns and the Second Amendment. And I'm I so just goddamn tired of that argument. Just shut the fuck up. Yep. Just shut up. No one wants to hear it right now. Right. But if we were going to do something about guns, we would have done it when all of those kindergartners were gunned down in Sandy Hook. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. How soon is it going to take? How soon before, you know, Alex Jones and his ilk will start screaming that this didn't happen and that these were crisis actors and that this was just a show to try to ban your guns? I swear to God, I cannot understand this world we're living in. I really can't. I I cannot either. None of it makes any sense at all. And that's the problem. This isn't a conversation. You can't have this conversation in reality with people. And it's terrifying. And, and, you know, and, and yes, is it mental health? Yes, it is. Yeah. Is it guns? Yes, it is. You know, under the Trump administration that they ended the ban on serious mental illness being a reason to not be able to own a gun. And as a mother of someone with a serious mental illness, I find that absolutely terrifying. And what could possibly be the reason for ending that restriction? In reality, mm-hmm. there isn't one. There isn't one. But also, when you're 18, your record becomes sealed. So whatever shit you did as a minor doesn't count against you when you want to go buy a gun. And it should. It should. I agree. That's ridiculous. Yep. Right, Joyce. Right, Joyce. To, to sell more guns. Mm-hmm. This is money. It's always about money. Mm-hmm. Money is way more important than anything else, obviously, in this country, mm-hmm. even children. No. Children are not sacred in any way in the U.S. I mean, well, unless they're times? in the womb, unless they're in the womb, unless they're in the womb. But of course, you know, I mean, the, the irony that this is happening in Texas. Not lost on me at all. Mm-hmm. No. And to be fair <laughs> to us. We have tried. We try. As you guys, I think, know, really hard to not get too political on this show. We try really hard to just stand in the middle to just report what we know. But I just can't fucking do that today. I can't. I can't. And so I will probably upset some of you. And I'm sorry for that. But I'm not. Because honestly, I I can't just stand in the middle on this. I can't. I, I can't either. Particularly because we grew up around guns. We know about guns. We've shot guns. I live with guns. Yeah. Our, I don't have any, but we grew up all around them. You guys have our dad's guns. Mm-hmm. We, our dad hunted, you know, we have literally eaten every wild animal you can think of that lives in North America, seriously. Because ten out of ten, don't recommend. Yeah. We, you know, we grew up pretty backwoods Idaho. Our dad was pretty mm-hmm. backwoods Idaho. And I'll tell you something. He wasn't shooting deer and elk and antelope with those damn AR-15s. Because if you shoot an animal like that with a gun like that, you can't eat it. You've destroyed it. So yep. if you're buying a gun like that, you're buying a gun like that to kill people. Because that is the only thing it is good for. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just a 
a horrific trophy hunter and then fuck you. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know the whole answer, but I'm also not an expert in the field and we will not listen to them. We right. will not listen to them. Yep. Oh, Aaron. Aaron said, my uncle's guns were stolen and used in a murder. Decades later, my uncle is still terribly messed up over it. I'm sure that's true. Right. Interesting, too. Uh, Joyce said, snipers have a very high suicide rate. Yeah. Well, of course they do. It's not as cool as you assholes think it is to kill people. Kill people! Yeah. Right. But the other difference in countries where this shit is not happening is that they have access to health care. Because here's the thing. Not only is access to mental health care quite limited, it's extremely expensive. Right. And lots of people who need mental health care aren't getting it. I can't tell you how many clients I have who ration their medication because they can't afford it. Mental health meds. That's terrifying. Or who just were on antidepressants or anxiety meds once upon a time. And the uh, and now all of a sudden uh, they, they don't have insurance for whatever reason and they just don't have it anymore. Can't get it. Yes, mental health is a problem. Access to mental health care and mental health medication is a problem. It's a huge That's part of the issue, without a doubt. Problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Amanda said, I attempted to see a mental health doctor, $99 a visit. I can't afford that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we don't have, the U.S. just doesn't believe in prevention. No. We, we tend to do knee-jerk reactions after the fact or nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lately, nothing. But in other countries, mental health mental health or mental illness prevention is actually a real thing mm -hmm. that can be done to protect young people growing up who start to indicate that maybe there's something not right with them. There are interventions for them. Yeah. You try to do that here in the U S and see what happens. Cause I'll mm -hmm. tell you what, our system is very broken mm -hmm. and access to things like that. This little town in Texas is tiny. It's very poor. It's primarily Hispanic. And they do not get the help and services they need. Their schools rank way lower than schools in white areas. Oh, big surprise. They're mm -hmm. set up from the beginning to not have what they need mm -hmm. when it comes to mental health prevention and treatment. Mm -hmm. And this young man was showing signs of asking for help. Yeah. Showing his friend the gun, posting those pictures, mm -hmm. messaging that person on Instagram. Those are attempts to reach out. There was a part of him that knew that something was terribly wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Linda said, native Texan here. Guns are everywhere here. Legal or not, everyone has them. Lots of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Us too. Here too. I mean, yeah. probably, you know, Texas has very lax gun laws. But they're probably not as lax as Idaho's because Idaho's just basically don't exist at all. Mm -hmm. uh, JR, hunting question. Why not shoot an animal with an AR? How would it destroy the animal? Well, if they're using the semi-automatic feature to uh, fill them with bullets, that just fouls the meat. So a true hunter wants to make a one-shot kill or, right. or, or a two-shot kill, you know, to, to finish them off if they have to. They don't want to fill an animal fill, full of uh, bullets. Right. Well, and you also, you don't want to go through the bowel yeah. or like through the bile organs, those kinds of things, mm -hmm. because those spill out into the body and they ruin the meat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there are very legitimate reasons why you don't shoot an animal that you're going to eat with a gun like that. Yeah. Right. No one likes metal grit in their food. Yes, Joy. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And our dad, when we were kids, would shoot uh, ducks. Awful. And uh, the, he, they'd end up with buckshot in them, which is like little round BB type things that come from the bullet. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, horrible. Yeah, Nobody cool. wants that. No. Anyway. So, yeah, people that are trophy hunting that just want the mount that aren't going to use the meat, maybe they'd use a gun like that because they don't care. 
or because they're not a good shot. Or because they're just out killing animals and leaving them. Yes, that too. Yeah, But legit too. hunting to feed your family, which we know all about because we grew up on that kind of meat. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a headshot. Yep. And a single shot, if at all possible. Or a neck shot. Yeah. 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 I was thinking last night about Ethan Crumbly. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, we've learned from the prosecutor that Ethan sees himself as some kind of celebrity and that he, in fact, is getting fan mail at the jail. And we also know that he has access to television and that he's been watching the news. But I was thinking about Ethan, thinking, I wonder what he thinks about stuff like this. I would imagine he's celebrating it. Oh, I'm sure he is. I would imagine he's taking some credit for it. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that this mindset is not rocked by this stuff at all. He's probably only mad that this guy got to kill so many more than he did. Right. I wouldn't be at all surprised. <sighs> we Amanda have a horrific says, problem. Yeah. Amanda says there should be access to mental health in schools. And, and to varying degrees, there is. That the poorer the school, the less likely they are to have those kinds of services. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda says, I told my husband last night, too many people saw something and did nothing. That's what makes me angry. Rarely do these shooters not show signs before. They all do. Mm-hmm. They all do. And by now, we should know. People should be able to recognize these things as a concern and do something about it. Mm-hmm. We still don't. No. Nope. Nope. We'll just have a big fight about the Second Amendment and then we'll go on. Because that's all that ever happens. There's no consequences for people who produce these guns and sell them to Joe Schmo Citizen, who would sell somebody 374 rounds at one time. No limit there. Why should there be? Some states do limit Mm -hmm. that kind of ammo, but Texas doesn't. I don't think Idaho does either. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Idaho people are always bitching that they um that that there's a shortage in ammo and they can't buy as much as they want to buy. I've been hearing that a lot lately, which makes me oh yeah, that's been going on for well. a few years. Whenever uh like Cabela's and stores like that get ammo in, like big shipments, there for a while these people were just clearing the shelves. Yep, I can't even imagine the militias and the what's uh you know stacked up in houses in the state. Mm-hmm. It's, it's terrifying. It, it is terrifying. So we know that there have been over 200 mass shootings in the U.S. this year. Now, you probably haven't heard of most of them because, well, there's just so many going on. But, so what does it take to be a mass casualty event or a mass shooting? That was my question, because when you hear those numbers, that's pretty shocking. Uh, four or more. Yeah. Four or more people shot in the same event. So even Crumbly was a mass casualty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, shot, not necessarily killed, but four or more shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, Gloria, who shoots their grandma in the face? Mm-hmm. Very disturbed human being. Also, what's been going on in the house? Yeah. Did grandma know about all these guns? Right. How scared was grandma of this kid? Uh, My just observation is that grandma was likely in a situation of raising a grandson she had no control over Mm -hmm. and was afraid of. The uh, heavy.com says that his, he was born in North Dakota to an addicted mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And born to an addicted mother, which means he was born an addicted baby. Yeah. Which means he was born with brain damage. You guys. Mm -hmm. This child should have been getting interventions throughout his life. Kids born addicted have impulsivity issues, often have anger issues. I mean, they don't all become school shooters. That's for damn sure. But they do have more of a propensity to this kind of behavior. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we know that. And there are things that can be done early on. But boy, not 
if you are the wrong skin color or in the wrong, um, you know, income level, mm-hmm. does anyone give a damn? Yeah. Well, whatever, born dependent, born addicted. Either way, they're affected by the drugs. Yeah. Born affected. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. I don't even know what to say, but that's what we have. You know, more will come. Yes. Uh, The death cold could still change, though it hasn't for about 12 hours now. So hopefully it's stabilized, but we don't know. I just really hope for families that have not yet found their child, that they're going to find their child today and at least know what's happened. Amanda, yes, that's true. She said, did the same situation happen at Sandy Hook? It's been so long, I can't remember. It was Adam Lanza, and yes, he did shoot his mother. He did. Um, Adam Lanza's mother, however, um, was very well aware of his mental health issues and had an astonishing amount of guns in her home. Oh, had provided them. Yeah, provided them. Yeah, taught him to use them. They would shoot together at shooting ranges. Like, she gave him access to a lot of deadly weapons, knowing that he was seriously mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge, huge mistake. And so, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, your, your son should probably just learn to use a gun and respect it and understand it. No, absolutely not. We don't own them. He will never own one. And I'm not saying that I don't trust him or that some, that I think he would do something. I don't ever want his illness to be in charge of a gun. Mm-mm. You know, that's not safe for him or anyone else. No, no. Yep. No, it is not. No, but it's true. Why should he? Years ago, when we still had healing hands, a, a man came in, he wanted a, a session, a healing session. And I did one of the stupidest things I've ever done, to be honest. I... I was alone at the store and we were really quiet and it was almost closing time. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and take a client. Uh, He said he just was struggling and just felt like he needed a Reiki session to get feeling better. And so I locked myself in there with this guy and took him back into my treatment room to do a session with him. And partway through the session, he said, so I have this gun that keeps telling me I should shoot myself with it. And he's like, I've had lots of guns over my lifetime and I've never had an experience like that, but this gun. And he's like, and I always carry, I conceal carry. And and this gun just is constantly telling me to just put it to my head and shoot myself with it. And my blood ran cold and I stopped and I walked out in front of him and I said, do you have that gun with you right now? And he said, Oh no, no, no. I locked it. I locked it up in the safe. I locked it up because I don't trust myself with it because it wants me to kill myself with it. And we did some work on that, but um, it suddenly occurred to me how stupid the situation I was in was that uh, I was locked in the building with this person that I didn't know that uh, had a gun that was telling him to shoot himself. And I finished up with him and he left and I, you know, chalked that up as don't ever do that again. Stupid, you know, but I, I thought a lot about that, that he bought that gun at a pawn shop and had never had that experience before, but now had a gun that was urging him to do something with it. We had talked about getting some mental health care and he was amicable to that. Uh, But there's something about people that are on the edge mental with their mental health and having weapons like this that is creating some kind of drive here that maybe people, I don't know how to put this all correctly in words, but you know what I'm saying? You know, well, I think for having not, the access, having the guns. Right. Having access. Access is, it creates danger in many, many ways. If you look at the actual mm-hmm. statistics around like owning a handgun in your house and, you know, having guns, you're more likely to die by your own weapon. 
Um, statistically, people are more likely to kill themselves with a gun if they own one. Mm-hmm. You know, access does bring danger. You know, I don't care if you say guns don't kill people, people kill people. People having guns is a higher propensity for them to use that gun on themselves or someone else or have someone in their household use it on them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many toddlers have we seen shoot themselves or their mother or mm-hmm. whatever? It's access. Mm-hmm. We think access makes it safe, makes us safe. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Nope. Not always. Because where was the good guy with the gun yesterday? Well, and immediately people started the whole, all teachers should carry. That's not. First of all, most people did not go into teaching to pack a gun. Most people that went into teaching went into teaching because they love education and they love children, not because they want to be wielding weapons to protect those children. They shouldn't fucking have to. Well, and having more guns in schools, you think that's going to solve the shooting problem? That means more guns for children to get access to. It is the dumbest. It is the endless story that you always hear. What we need is more guns. No, it isn't. All you have to do is look at the UK, look at Australia. Do they have these kinds of shootings? No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. And that shooting that happened in Canada a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know how that happened? Guns smuggled over the border from the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are the asshole. We are the problem. We are the bad place, frankly. Mm-hmm. So there you go. We obviously will keep watching this story and update. Of course, there won't be a trial to track or anything like that because he's dead, but we'll keep an eye on it at any rate. Yeah. Yes, yeah. JR, it's an elementary school. I'll show again. I have a couple of things from their website. Uh, Rob elementary was second to fourth grade. So we're talking about kids seven to 10 ish, about seven to 10 years old, mm-hmm. uh, about five to 600 children in their school. This important message popped up on their website yesterday. Rob Elementary parents, please do not pick students up at this time. Students need to be accounted for before they are released to your care. You will be notified to pick your students up once they are all accounted for. And of course, parents, uh, you know, were waiting in agony and terror to find their children. 19 kids that uh, and, and 19 families whose summer plans are gone. That trip to Disneyland or to see grandma or to go to the beach or go camping or go to a concert. That's not going to happen. Those uh, baseball games, softball games, soccer camps, sleepovers, birthday parties are not going to happen. Jumping on the trampoline with the uh, sprinkler underneath it and eating popsicles and riding bikes with friends and taking swimming lessons. All gone. Not just for the kids who died, but for their families, their siblings, and their community as a whole. Because how do you help your children recover from seeing this shit? How do you help your kids that were at that school that day? The trauma will never leave them for the rest of their lives. No, I mean, how do they recover from the survivor's guilt of why did I live and my classmates didn't? I mean, there's the, the trauma of this is. It's unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah. Three grades, second, third and fourth. Yeah. 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 Amanda said it was so hard to put my five year old on the bus this morning. Yeah. Yeah. We already have major poverty of teachers in this country because uh, teachers get paid very little. Teachers are demonized and villainized at every turn. Teachers uh, have to join unions and pay for them separately or uh, out of their paychecks so that they can have any kind of protection for their jobs. And now teachers 
through COVID were expected to come to school and expose themselves to a life-threatening illness because they were. And depending on where you lived, of course, but the way things were handled in many states were, F you, come to work. And teachers are also now expected to come to work and put their life on the line for their students because just maybe someone's going to slip in the side door with an AR and just mow down your classroom. Why the hell would anyone want to be a teacher at this point? Sure can't imagine it. I can't either. I don't know why you would. We were raised by a teacher. Our mom was an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alan, yeah. Alan said, I'm so glad I homeschool my little one. You know, through COVID, a lot of people started homeschooling and never went back. And I think we're just going to see more and more of that because oh. people just literally don't dare send their children to school. Right. I don't yeah. blame them. Yep. So there you go. So... You know, again, you don't have to agree with us. There's a lot of disagreement on this topic, but uh, we felt today like we had the right to say what we needed to say. I don't know, Amanda. I think it's a really interesting question. Did he know that specific side door was open? Was it always open and everyone knew it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he grew up in that town. He went to that elementary school. So he went straight for that door. Yeah. He did, which does make you think maybe he'd been watching. Maybe he'd been, maybe this was his, you know, plan all along was to find a weak point like that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, maybe he would have just, you know, shot through the glass of a door or a window and entered anyway. Right. We don't know. We don't know. But, you know, even when there was talk of, you know, through Sandy Hook and Parkland and the Columbine and so many others, you know, schools were promising that they're making their schools more secure, but they're not because it just keeps happening. And I think anybody, and I won't put mine on blast because it's not safe for anyone, but anybody who has kids in schools, you know, you know, if your school's actually secure or not this morning, one of my Facebook friends was saying that she, uh, she feels like the schools need to be built more securely and that there needs to be more, you know, that it needs to be harder to enter. And one of her friends was arguing loudly that that is a horrible decision because then schools will just look like prisons. With safe kids inside, does it matter? Right. Does it matter? Does this not feel like they're in prison now doing shooter drills? Yeah. Kids in this country cannot go to school and feel safe. And here's the thing. We talk about the trauma of the kids in the town or in the school where it happened, but the facts are parents everywhere had to make a hard decision today to send their kids to school. Like they have to have had to do so many times before when shit like this happens and you start thinking it again, are my kids safe in school? For very good reason. It's not being hysterical. It's not being dramatic. You really have to ask that hard question. Are your kids actually safe at their school? And in my world, that's the one place they should be the safest. We already know they're not safe at church. You know? Or at home. Or at home. And they are certainly not safe at school. Right. But I do challenge everyone to take a hard look at your kid's school and their security there and in your town and use your voice to keep asking for better and for more and better security. Because if we don't, this is never going to stop. Well, and use your vote, you guys. We're coming up on an election in November. We've got primaries going on right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Listen to the voices of reason. Listen to the people who actually have some solutions that have some ideas versus just going on the immediate defensive. Look for people who have some experience in this field that actually have some ideas. Those voices are so quickly shut down 
And I think that's where we need to go. Do I have the answers? No, I definitely don't. But I would support them. I would support somebody coming forward with some ideas because, wow. But I'll also say this. If you're so worried about your Second Amendment rights, do something to stop this shit. Because these are the things that are going to cost you those rights in the end. These are the things. Right. So maybe get control of your dog. Get control of the situation. Be a part of the solution. Because if you're scared to death that you're going to lose your gun rights, you are. And this is why. Mm-hmm. This is why. Because we can't be trusted with this shit anymore. And if you're worried that you're going to lose your rights, this is the reason you will lose your rights. These things happening. Right. And for that reason, you should be the one standing up, looking for solutions, asking for solutions, demanding solutions. To preserve those rights. Period. Right. Agreed. So that's what we've got. I, I don't really have anything else to add. Are you good? I yeah. It's all gonna be swears, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, I can honor that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks you guys for being here in the chat with us and allowing us to just be very uh real and raw this morning. This feels to me like one of those things, and again, we may stand on different sides of this issue, and that's okay. We we certainly don't have to hate each other, alienate each other. We don't, but this is where we are. So we'll be back tonight at 7 p.m. for the psychic, or sorry, for uh, the for case updates. And we should finally have a verdict, or a, sorry, a sentencing uh, for Josh Duggar. It's happening right now. Yeah. And so sentencing's underway and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I have a lot to say about that, mm-hmm. as well as a lot of other things that are going on and going yep. down in the news right now. So we have plenty to talk about. Uh, and if there's any updates in this case, of course, we'll bring them to you then as well. So and then we'll be back tomorrow night at seven for the psychic hour. So we have yes, lots please. of good stuff coming. Yep. Thanks, you guys, as well, for being here. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody.